Hello and welcome to Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast, where I'll be hanging out with players and teachers and having conversations loosely based around harmonica. This week's podcast is the first in a series where I'll be interviewing beginners instead of pros, so that you can hear what it's like starting out on the harmonica journey. Our first beginner guest will be Patrick, who started playing just about a year ago. Okay, so Patrick, before before we get get started with with chatting about harmonica and things, will you tell us a little bit about uh, where where you're from and uh, kind of just just your your life in a in a couple of sentences? Um, I'm from New Zealand. <clears throat> Grew up in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, regards <clears throat> musically, my father was a, was a uh, ukulele player, and as a kid, I could never hold the neck. Uh-huh. So I was like never able to play it, you know. So from those early days, I never thought I had a musical ability as or as such. So I sort of like gave it up, thinking and believing I wasn't a musical guy, you know. And then it was something that I just, yeah, never, I never knew about. And then over a period of years working on the waterfront, I uh, drifted along in life as you do. And I found myself now in uh, in Australia. I live in Australia. Cool. And uh, so, you know, I, I think I, I hear that that kind of story very often from students, you know, didn't didn't think they were musical. And then they suddenly discovered a little bit later in life that, that they, they actually are, which is brilliant. Uh, I'm wondering what uh, what kind of brought you to harmonica? Aldis. What's that? Aldi's. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking through the Aldi's store one day. And they had a box, which is this one, a little, little box like that. Oh, and cool. it had a harmonica in it. Yeah. So I had a choice. I could either buy the little harmonica box or the box that had the juggling balls in it. So I already knew how to juggle. So I figured, well, after all, after everything, I might as well have a go at learning the harmonica, you know, because it didn't require me to use my fingers, which I find hard, like around a ukulele and, uh-huh. Uh, stringed instruments, you know. So I picked this thing up and I brought it home, and it came with a manual. That was the key. How oh, brilliant! It came with a little manual, you see, and so it sort of like was the map to get me started and to keep me interested, you know. And so that's what happened. And here it is, my first harmonica I bought at Audi's Hall's Head. July 2019. So there you go. That's very <clears> cool. <throat> so you've you've been playing for uh, just over a year. Just on a year, mate. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah. That's that's very cool. Um, as it's brilliant that that's that's such a uh, kind of uh, fortuitous, uh, serendipitous introduction to harmonica. It sounded like it could have been something completely random, and it just happened. Well, when I saw it, you know, like. The thing was, it was the connection that I mentioned about my dad, you know, like I always wanted to be able to play and and and, uh, and take up his teachings, but I could never do it, you mm-hmm. know, and it was sort of like something that's always been missing in my life. Yeah. The ability to play an instrument, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I found this and I started realizing that, hey, I can do this. And it's starting to sound, wasn't good at the start, I can promise you that, but and it's starting to sound okay, I thought, right, I'm going to get this. Yeah, so it's, been cool. a fun, it's been a fun ride. 
That's oh, really cool. Oh, um, and so, uh, you know, you, you picked a lot of my students come to harmonica because they've been big fans of like the classic blues players. Uh, did do you listen to blues harmonica before? Um, or is this just, just, it was the instrument that, that was there and you started out. It was the instrument that was sitting on the shelf at the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. If I, if I go back in time and I think about, uh, listening to blues music, I've always had, and I don't know where it came from. I've always had a image of an old black guy sitting on the back step. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Mississippi because I know about Adam Gasso, you know, and those sort of mm-hmm. guys at the moment, you know. But I've always had that image of this guy sitting on the back step playing his guitar, the old blues music. And I don't know where I heard it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always had that in the back of my mind. So the harmonica, it was like a trigger, if you like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. And and I, I'm assuming that you you've not just been working on blues music; you've been working on some kind of melody playing as well. Well, when I started, like I say, the manual came with the manual. It, taught, it said how to blow individually, you know, the little notes and things like that, and it gave it described the scales and that. And then I'm thinking about old well, songs and that, and it gave a couple of songs to follow through tabs, and that was like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and, and the like. But I started to struggle, and I thought, well, how do I learn these things? You know, like you can look at the tabs and listen to guys online and try and follow music. But then I started realizing that the old tunes that I still remember as a kid, you know, I'm talking about Humpty Dumpty, Row, 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 you boat, you know? Yeah, yeah. All, all those things, yeah, all those things that we learn as kids in play school or wherever we learn them from, you know, mums and dads and that. Those tunes are still embedded in our minds, somewhere in our subconscious. And then I started realizing all I have to do is just keep playing those notes and start bringing those, find those notes. And that's what I've been doing. So when you say melodies, <clears throat> there was one song that I just couldn't figure out what it was. Right? I had this tune in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? For days and days and days, I had this tune running around in my head, and I was asking the guys at work, hey, what's this? And I was trying to hum it to them, humming them, you know. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't come. And then one day I thought, well, I'll Google it. So I Googled old Irish songs because I knew it had an Irish connection, you see. And then I went through all the list and there it was, Dirty Old uh, dirty old Town by the Pogues. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I started to play it and I thought, that's the song. So I found the tabs for it, right, as you do, and I started playing it. So over now, now, that song somehow, and I don't know how it works yet because I'm still figuring out the music theory. Mm-hmm. But that song, I can start it. Once I get started on it, I can just play it up and down and back, and I can play around with it. I can change whatever. You know, it's really cool. That's I don't awesome. understand how it works, but it's really <laughs> neat. <laughs> but I, I think that's that's something that uh, a lot of students worry about. Uh, you know, they think that they have to understand everything they're doing. And at the end of the day, if you're making music and you're having fun with it, that, that is kind of priority number one. Um, it is. So, you know, stick, stick to that. Don't, don't feel bad about not necessarily understanding the theory. The theory will come and it is useful. Uh, I'm definitely going to say that as a teacher because it, it, it helps a lot to improve faster. But, yeah. you know, remember to enjoy. And, and I can tell that you're someone who enjoys the process. Uh, well, I'm loving it. That's brilliant. I, That's brilliant. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. Like, I, I didn't even know what a note was. 
when I started this journey, I had no idea because I didn't have any, I guess, cause or reason to um, inquire about music theory. You know, like I didn't have any friends or, or that. So I never understood notes. I didn't even know that he went A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Finish there. I didn't mm. know that, that, you know. So I had, I've found all these sort of things out so far, you know, like the blow on the, on the, the one blow on a C harmonic, it was a C, same as on the four, the seven, and the ten. Yeah. You know, how cool is it? You know? <laughs> that's brilliant. Now, what am I going to do with that? I've got no idea just yet, but I know I'm going to figure it out, and that's okay. That Yeah, that's the thing. I think <clears throat> a, a lot of... A lot of beginners, they, they're aware of all the stuff that they could know, but they don't know it yet. And they think that, yes. that that's a barrier. Uh, but the attitude that you have, of you don't know what you're going to do with it yet, but you, you know that you're going to get to it. That's yeah. brilliant. And that, that's, that's true, just step by step. Um, so, I mean, I want to give a little bit of background before I ask a couple more questions. So Patrick actually suggested this idea, which I think is fantastic, of uh, interviewing uh, beginner students and and just just so you know you can hear other people who are kind of in the early stages and find out what they're struggling with and how they got started and all that kind of thing. Uh, so so Patrick uh, suggested this, and then I, I twisted his arm and and uh, got him to be the first person to to actually take part. Um, but I, I'd really like to know what what kind of your biggest struggle has been so far in learning harmonica? Oh, man. That's the biggest one. <clears throat> one, that, one, one that frustrates me, one that has frustrated me, and that is understanding, okay, there's only one, there's only one way to, to blow in harmonica, and that's to blow it. <laughs> and there's only one way to get that draw on it, and that's to suck on it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm looking at tabs, right? Mm -hmm. I either get to look at an arrow pointing up or an arrow pointing down mm -hmm. or a plus sign or a minus sign or a B and a D. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm finding tabs, like visually, if I say the word elephant to you, mm -hmm. you get a picture of an elephant. You don't get that. You don't get the word elephant. No. Yeah. So I think in pictures. And that, it frustrates me that universally, right, we're all trying to achieve the same thing as when to blow, when to draw that. But we've got to, in those moments, in those split seconds, we're trying to decipher as that's a B, D equals blow or draw. Mm -hmm. Arrow pointing up, that means you have to think it's about it. a blow note, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, and a down arrow, see, to me, an up arrow is go up, up and down. Yeah. See, up and down. Alphabet B and D goes, it's alphabetical plus and minus, I can get that. That makes more sense to me because mm -hmm. it's either minus or thing, you see. So if that was universal amongst all of the teachers, which is yeah. not going to happen, no. <laughs> right, that would be a, a great achievement. All I think so. We all I, think and we all see differently, you know, but that was, that's been my biggest struggle. Mm. And picking up a tab sheet and trying to follow it along because I'm looking at the, the symbol and trying to make sense of which direction I'm going to do is it? So that's my biggest struggle. Yeah, Joe, that, that's that's a really solid point. And it, it's, mm. it's kind of why in the beginning, when I first started putting together a curriculum for teaching, it was because I had 
recently learned how to play and I'd been jumping around, you know, Adam Gusso's videos, Ronnie Shellis videos, Jason Ritchie yeah. and looking yeah. all these tabs and I, and that there didn't seem to be a curriculum or a kind of grading system or a universal way of learning. Um, and so I, I totally get that frustration. I've definitely committed to doing my tab a certain way. Um, and it, it is quite frustrating because I'm, I'm aware that for some people it's completely clear and it's the most obvious thing ever. And for other people, the, the arrows just don't make sense. Um, <clears throat> but I True. guess if, if it was universal, then you'd probably kind of just commit to it and it would become second nature. Think about this. If you watch the weather forecast, yeah, uh -huh. on the news, and they get that little puff of wind, you get those little, those little, that little symbol that goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the little curls on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Universal. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to redo all of my tab now. <laughs> hey, what you got to, what you got to do? You got to get Adam on the phone, you get Ronnie on the phone, raise Jason on the phone. Say, hey guys, let's come together on this. Yeah. Oh, that 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 would be great. Nothing is nothing is impossible. That's how I think. Nothing is impossible. And when you're dealing with millions of people, because there are so many people learning the harmonica, yeah? Mm -hmm. There's so many people, if we could all find a better way, maybe you could start a university. <clears throat> oh, man. See, this, this is, this is uh, really exciting <laughs> stuff. And, and I, I kind of feel, I mean, that, that's a lifelong commitment and, and a big, <laughs> big thing. But it would be very cool. It would be very, very cool. My, a friend of mine back in New Zealand, as an example, okay, he's, he's struggled over life for many reasons and, and whatever, and he's dyslexic. He can't really, he really struggles. So I sent him two harmonicas, a C and an A. Mm -hmm. right. I sent him two harmonicas and I've spoken to his wife and, and I've sent him the links for you guys, you know, the YouTube links, you know. And I, I've encar and I'm encouraging him to get on here and him and I, because mm. I just know that his uh, his internal his internal self will pick this up and get, go with it. And yeah. I know he'll nail it. He's just got to get that opportunity to do it. You see, so <clears throat> that's what I'm trying to help. Like what you do, you know, mm -hmm. pass it on to him. Yeah, and then he will go forward himself. You know. I know he's going to be okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is 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 everyone needs to to get that first probably twenty hours under their belt, and then yep. they're kind of good to go and yep. and follow their own path. And I think that's brilliant. Um, and I've said it to my son as well. You see, yeah. I think everybody should do one of these. Oh, definitely. Well, keep 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 spreading the word. This is great. There's the love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so so that was kind of your, your biggest struggle. Um, was there anything that scared you about learning an instrument? Um, yeah, other people hearing me. Uh huh. Yeah, which is which is a, which is just a natural fear. I yeah, think, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, and I've had like when I take it to work, like I take it to work, and uh, I practice and practice and practice and practice doing what I do. You know, I mm -hmm. won't go into what I do because yeah. But <clears throat> some of the guys at work said to me, "Oh, players, give us a chance. Give you know, players a chance." Nah, man, I'm not good enough yet. No, I'm not good enough yet. And the fear is, will they laugh at me? Mm -hmm. You know, will they mock me? Will they do that? And I, I know that they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But where, where do I, for me, like, when do I make that decision to step into the fear? You know, I, I yeah. don't know yet. 
I don't know yet. Maybe when I get like the old Pogue song, I, I got that down and mm-hmm. a few other nursery rhymes. You know, I can't do the twelve, but I can't do the. That is driving me insane at the moment. <laughs> that'll come. That'll come. Mm. It will. Yeah. It will. yeah. <laughs> so my biggest struggle would have been that one. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that, that that's that's a huge deal and. Uh, that's that's something that I struggle with as a teacher because uh, when I teach people face to face in my studio in Edinburgh, which unfortunately I don't do anymore because I'm now completely online and it, it takes up all of my time. But I used to run a, a studio here, and you you wouldn't be allowed to not play in front of people. I get I used to get very very early stage players to play in front of an audience because I, I feel that that's a, a really important uh, part of the learning process. But mm. w- without someone pushing you, like like you're you're encouraging your friend to play, you yeah. kind of need someone to encourage you to uh, get out there and, and do that first performance. Um, See, that's where you come in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, honestly, like I know you know, like you have been a great support to me. The emails that you send, you know, and and what I suggested, like suggesting this whole process, what we're doing now. Mm. Was a co- was a coincidence of that? I follow one of that, you know. Yeah. You're supporting. Oh, so. I appreciate that, and mm. uh, hopefully we'll get get you playing before too long. Uh, I, w- I won't ask you to play right now unless you're 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 really into it. But uh, but maybe in the future. Um, there was another thing that I wanted to uh, ask you, uh, which is what what gave you the biggest sense of accomplishment so far? What what was the the moment when you thought, oh yeah. I hit this thing and I didn't think that I was going to. Picking it up and doing the old Pogue one. Yeah. You know? Making my way through that. Nice. When I got that, when I got that down, you know, you mark it up a few times, you know. <clears throat> I haven't been doing it for decades. I love saying, I love when he says that for decades. <laughs> Um, but that would be the biggest one when I when I finally realised that I could do that. When I when I got that down, I knew I was, I was okay. Yeah, you know, I knew I was okay. And even you know, you are sunshine and twinkle twinkle little star and all those little nursery rhymes. You know, mm-hmm. once they start flowing, it all becomes okay. You know? Yeah. But coming back to something that was asked earlier about <clears throat> at the beginning. When I started doing, when I started learning this, I all, I thought about myself about doing a YouTube about a person who's struggling to learn, mm. or how do you learn, you know? Um, but I, I'd never done a YouTube, I'd never done anything like this in my life, you know? So I didn't really have anywhere to go with it. Uh-huh. But at the time, it was like, who can I, are there other people struggling like I am? And do we, do we all go through this? And, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the motivation, you know, there was someone to like reach out and, and like speak out to like what to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm pleased that we've crossed paths that we have mm-hmm. in this because it's opened another door. Yeah. You know, it's opened another door and I'm hoping whoever listens is, you know, like wherever you are, you're doing okay. Yeah. You know? Like I've been doing it for a year and I'm doing great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the the thing to, to try and remember, which is sometimes quite difficult when you hear really, really good players is that, they have been exactly where you are now 
and they've been also right at that first stage of picking up a harmonica for the first time yeah. and yeah. no no one does great straight away um some people find certain things easier some people find other things a lot harder but but it's the same path for for everyone of just you know learning how to breathe properly learning learning how to play clean notes playing rhythmically and building from there um yeah. and i think i think you're doing brilliantly so you got got nothing to worry about there um before we started recording uh, you asked a couple of uh, interesting questions. Uh, I, w- I was wondering if you'd uh, you'd mention those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the spot, on the spot. Okay. Well, okay. So you you were talking about uh, first of all, um, kind of getting tired uh, physically. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When I so other people have mentioned it to me when I'm talking. And it seems specifically when I'm talking fast, and I don't mm-hmm. even know what I'm doing there, my mouth gets tired as such, mm-hmm. and I start to lose maybe the strength or whatever in my, in my mouth, and I start to mumble. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> as I've been playing, I've been playing a few notes, and all of a sudden I'll start crossing notes, you know, like I'm stumbling like a three and a four and a two and a three, you know, and I'm thinking, well, how's that? how am I doing that, you know? Yeah why am I doing that, Earth? Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll stop and I'll, I'll start again and I'll get it and then it goes back again. I'm thinking, what the, you know? Mm-hmm. And I get frustrated with myself. And then I realised that it's I'm, my muscles in my mouth are getting tired. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about. Yeah, so I mean, that that's super common. Um, everyone goes through that at the beginning. I even go through it if... If I've had a break from playing, so I, I'll sometimes take a few weeks off or a month off for whatever reason. I might spend more time playing guitar or whatever, and harmonica won't be the main priority. And I'll come back to it, and I'll, I'll you know go for a, an hour and a half session to go and play a gig or whatever. And then my my mouth is sore, and I I can feel that I'm starting to lose the embouchure in my yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm like, Wait, where are my clean notes? Where did they go? <laughs> so. It's, it's totally normal. It's totally normal. One thing I like to talk about with students is uh, something I call the bell curve of practice. And can you can you picture a, a bell curve where yeah, uh, yeah, kind yeah. of going up and, and down at the other end, it plateaus at the top. So if you think about your practice, you, you're kind of making improvement. And then, and then you get to this point where you're still practicing, but you're not improving quite so much. And then if you push yeah. through that, you start getting worse again. And I, I'm sure you've experienced that in a practice session when you've played too long. Yeah, but I wouldn't have put the connection with the bell curve. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what, what you've yeah. got to try and do when you're practicing is try and stop when you start to feel yourself slowing down in improvement. Stop at that point. And oh. then you're always stopping on the high. And you're yeah, always going to yeah. build on that rather than pushing through and starting to, to play worse again. And then you get again. frustrated with yourself. Yeah. Good point. Um, See, that's why you're a teacher. <laughs> it's not, not my first rodeo. <laughs> um, and so an, another thing that you mentioned at the beginning is, um, and, and part of the reason that you wanted to come onto this was uh, this idea of, of knowing how to measure your progress against other people. Yeah. Do, you want to, do you want to talk yeah. a little bit about that? Well, like I don't have anybody who, I don't have anybody musically in my, around me, around my environment where I am, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and so I don't know, I don't know how to measure my progress, if you like, like mm-hmm. I, uh, for me, I'm doing okay, you know, yeah. but should I be 
or could I be? Well, not could. Yeah, should I be at this point? Should I be at this point? Should I have the 12 bar blues down yet? You know, after mm. all this time? Like 12 months now. So it's a fairly long time. But then I'm thinking, well, it was only today, and I'm, I'm serious, only this afternoon through watching something else, I realized that the uh, the one blow on a C note is a, like the C, book C, and then the four blow is another C, but that's one octave yeah. up, right? Which is double in the sound wavy thing, mm-hmm. like you talk about curves, in the sound wave of the one C. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know that, you know? That the four was like an octave up, and then the seven is another octave up, and then the 10, you know? like Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is you build on your knowledge. You start with a foundation of knowledge, however small that is, and you just you keep adding little bits to it. And yep. the the thing of measuring your progress, it's, it's such a, a difficult question to answer because everyone progresses at different speeds. And right. Everyone comes to it with different things. So uh, you know, I, I'll quite often get students who have been playing guitar or bass or whatever for for 30 years and then they they come to harmonica and they pick it up quite quickly and you think oh well they must be at natural at harmonica no they they just have learned all that music stuff already so there there are a lot less barriers to to their playing um and then other people get so obsessed with it that even though they've never played an instrument before they end up playing four or five hours a day and they get really good really quickly and then other people yeah. it's a it's a more drawn out process so it's difficult to to set a kind of standard for how long it should take mm-hmm. um one thing that i would say is that trying to find some kind of community that you can interact with on a regular basis is absolutely huge i mean there are tons of free groups on on facebook or forums where you can post recordings of yourself playing and and other people i know i know it's scary i can see the look on your face but but other people post recordings and you'll get positive feedback and and help um and it's it's definitely scary making that first step but if you start doing it you've got other people holding you accountable because you start feeling that you have to help other people and also demonstrate that you're doing the work yourself yeah, like I can see, I can see for a person who's come from a, a sort of a who has experience playing the guitar or piano or whatever. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to digress here because I just <laughs> look, I look to my left when I said earlier that I didn't even know what a C note was or you know the notes and that at uh-huh. the very beginning. <clears throat> you know when you buy your harmonica, your first harmonica, right, and mm-hmm. you're blowing or you're drawing on the two, yeah, it's broken. Yeah, remember that? Oh yeah. Eh? It won't blow. It's broken. You know? <laughs> and, well, I went through that. I actually sent my first one back, right? I said, this is broken. It doesn't work, mate. You know? And they were good enough. They replaced it, you know? <clears throat> but upon research, it wasn't breaking the rules, mm-hmm. only because I was blowing too hard on it or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then I thought, well, how am I going to know if the, if the note that I'm blowing is at the right pitch or the right tune, you see? And I didn't know how to do that. So mm. I tried the apps on the phone, you know, those tuning apps things, you know. I tried that. And then I thought, well, baby, I'll go out and buy myself a keyboard. So I went and bought myself a... Nice. I went and bought myself an electronic keyboard, you see. <clears throat> and that, that's been cool too because I've been playing along with that, you know, mm-hmm. finding notes and that. Yeah. And, and it's great. That's brilliant. Sorry. So you're building up your musicality and, uh, yeah, that's great. And it yeah, and, and reading the books and that, you know, like... Oh, I, just, I should. I wish. I wish years and years and years ago, you know. But hey, 
It is what it is. It, it hits you when it hits you. I think that's that's the most common thing I hear with students is I wish I'd started before. I say you weren't you weren't in the right place for it, and and that's you picked right. it up when you got excited by it, and that's the most important thing is being excited. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, you weren't ready in life wherever your life is to mm-hmm. hear it. You know, and, and and now for me, it is. Yeah. You know, it is. So Brilliant. coming back to the question that I digress from, what yeah. was it? <laughs> Sorry, mate. No, no, I was just, just uh, suggesting that you uh, you get involved with some online communities and you start oh, yes. posting some recordings <clears throat> so you can compare yourself to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I, oh, that's where I went to. Yeah, yeah. A person, I suspect a person who has a bit of a history or background with music has a better understanding of it and so able to progress a little bit faster mm. along those lines. Yeah. So that was a short answer there. Cool. Well, this has been a real pleasure. Uh, I've uh, really appreciated you taking some time and also suggesting this idea. I think it's fantastic. And I think loads of people will really benefit from from listening to uh, you you're talking about the early stages of, of learning the instrument. Um, it might be something that we uh, we connect again in a year's time and see uh, see how you're getting on if you're keen. <laughs> I actually thought about that myself. Hey, do you mind if I make a shout out to my son? My Go son, for it. Kalen. Go for it. My son, Kalen, in New Zealand, and my daughter, Teresa. She's actually going to have a baby soon, eh? But oh, I can't wow. get there. Yeah, I oh, can't no. get there, you know, the COVID thing. Yeah. 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 Sucks. Hey, do you, well, know this, do you know that Brazilian woman, uh, Indira? Indira, yeah. Have you heard of her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a brilliant player. Like, I know there's a lot of cool guys out there, you know, playing like Adam and Gasso and, and Ronnie and that. But when I came across her a couple of weeks ago, I thought, holy hell. Yeah. She can so she, like, she was born with this thing in the mouth, you know, yeah. like she just plays it. Oh, no, she, she's phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Very right. cool. There are, there, are lots of, there are lots of good players out there, you know, like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Very cool. Inspiration, mate. Inspiration. <laughs> That's what you need. All right. Well, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and, um, you know, see you in a year's time, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. Join me next Monday for the next episode. Happy harping!